everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And this is Chris, the uncontested creator, Cassidus. Comic stuff! Aw, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're hitting the, the final stretch of 2019. Good God. Things are happening. Everybody's being cast into the Batman. Very, very short yay. This is the shortest of yay. Now, is that even a yay? It's more like a yay. Like it was so short. <laughs> <laughs> there they go again. Uh, yeah. There they go. There they go. Are they all good castings? Maybe. We'll see. We're, we're going to talk about it. Um, we've got some sad news up at the top, uh, locally, especially for any San Antonio listeners. We've got um, some... An unlikely team making an appearance in the MCU, and it's it's pretty robust. We'll get into that. Mm. Maybe the best celebrity comic book Halloween costume of all time. Talk about that. Mm. We've got Casting Corner. We already kind of teased this 20 seconds ago. Lots of the Batman casting uh, news and a little bit of Marvel. We've got a surprising connective tissue uh, that might connect the Sony and MCU universes. The MCL universe. The MC... Was that the MCL? MCL. Connective tissue. Oh, nice. See? Man, you're so on it today, and I'm just... I don't know where I am. Where do I think I am right now? That's the question. Um, <laughs> Feige... A new segment. This is probably the only time we're going to do this. Feige says... Ooh, I don't have a sound drop for that one. That's going to be no, fun. No, that's good, though. Uh... We got some Ant-Man news. Pretty shocking for some, I think, but maybe not. Catching off of, uh, what's his face? Uh, Paul Rudd's amazing turn on Hot Ones. <laughs> and then uh, we got some Spider-Verse sequel news. But, uh, Chris, before we jump into all of that, how are you doing, my friend? I'm all right. Uh, November finds me well. Uh, we kind of survived the Brexit date. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And we postponed that a little bit, kind of skirt, skirt, took that one to the side. Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. How about you? Yeah, doing well. I, you know, I guess Mark and Union Jack crew are, are probably pretty psyched, too, actually. Just thought about them <laughs> with the Brexit thing. I was actually going to ask you if you, you know, did you plot any, like, government overthrows for the 5th of November or, yeah, you man. know, did you got the guy Fox mask going or... For sure, yeah, no, I uh, I totally did that like on my way to work while I was stuck in traffic. Um, That's the best way to do it, I right hear. Rainy rainy traffic days, best way to plot <laughs> overthrowing your own government. <laughs> lots, of, um, lots of lots of good thoughts coming to your mind right right then. All I have are negative thoughts. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well. Uh, I mean, that's that's a bit of a lie. My throat is kind of scratchy. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I'm um, toughing through. You know. Like, um, like I do. And like soldiers on the Spurs. Oh my God. My guy who I traded for in my fantasy league, uh, did drop 39 points the other day and then followed Ooh. that up with an amazing three point effort against the Celtics. So thank you, LaMarcus. If somehow you get wind of this podcast, thank you. Oh, so much for that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if you know this. I think we've talked about it in the previous episodes, but NBA season is going on. So like half of my brain is straight up basketball 
all the time. I get into so many arguments online with Spurs fans. It's it's taking up so much time. I should not be doing that. I need better time management. I should be like working on the Slack and stuff. But you know, here we are. I don't know, man. Slack's looking healthy. We've got a, it's, got a fair bit it, to cover. It is good. It is good. Uh, let's let's start off with some somber news. Um, so. In San Antonio, um, I would say like a cornerstone within the comic book collecting community is a store called Dragon's Lair. They're off of Fredericksburg near Medical. They never had a lot in the way of back issues, but with like current issues, robust selection, mm-hmm. super friendly staff. They're known for having these crazy like 80, 90 percent off sales um, like a couple of times a year. And they have a huge, huge gaming section and network where they do a lot of card gaming and tabletop gaming and so on so forth in fact uh, a local artist um freddie lopez uh who's worked for like disney with star wars and i think he's done some D stuff he's like a a, a a big proponent of that of that store dragon's lair mm. and unfortunately their co-owner cliff bland uh passed away um, recently uh, within the last couple of weeks and just locally here just an outpouring of support uh, a lot of fans were dropping stuff off at the store uh, and condolences and so on and it's just it's sad the story is going to continue and go on um, but Cliff who I personally was able to meet and talk with a few times just a great great guy who really genuinely loved the business and the business of comics so just wanted to bring, you know, bring that up um, for all our local listeners, especially, you know, rest in peace for Cliff Bland and condolences to his family and friends. Chris, did you ever, have you ever frequented uh, Dragon's Lair? Yeah, uh, not like for too long. I'm kind of sort of relatively in, in the in the area now, like I guess North Central. So right. driving over there is not that big of a commitment now. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, yeah, I, I go every now and again, just kind of like uh, it's a different vibe, right? It's a, it's a, the it's nice and spread out, and there's like the gamer, the tabletop gamer vibe thing going on too. Yeah. So um, and it's really real laid back. I I, I love it. Uh, it. It's a it's a really good alternative to like the the <laughs> the monsters become heroes and fantasies. Right, and this is and look, I you know I know people at heroes, and I know people like at alien worlds, and and there's good people. I don't want to say a Trump thing. I almost said a Trump thing, but there's, there's, there are quality stores in, in their own in different ways. But what I will say is, having worked the con circuit for many years, um, it was always nice when I bumped into the the Dragon's Lair booth because it, it's usually pretty small, like one table, yeah. maybe two, and always the chillest vibe. Uh, at any convention that they were at, they had the chillest booth, like where they were just kind of like relaxed, and it was just such a nice change of pace compared to the 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 maelstrom that is just a normal convention vibe of just way too many people, way too much shit going on. Um, so again, I'm really really happy to hear that they're continuing. The store of con- of course is continuing. I think they even have a location in Austin for our Austin listeners. Oh, for sure. Um, and then the other, th- the other thing I want to mention before we move on is that uh, if you haven't been to Dragon's Lair, they're not a sponsor of our show or anything, but especially during Free Comic Book Day, they are the jam. Mm-hmm. Like, they have every Free Comic Book Day comic book that's available. And and you're, like, a lot of comic stores, and I get it, I'm not hating on other stores, but they limit, limit to you to, like, two or three books. Right. 
of those free books. Dragon's Lair, one of everything, if you want. <laughs> Please like, come through, li- they say. Literally, you can walk out there with walk out of there with like fifty books. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, just uh, again, our condolences to to Cliff's family and and everyone at Dragon's Lair. Okay, uh, let's let's move on. Um, I don't have a good segue for this. Uh, I got, I got you, man. Oh yeah, we go, we go, we go. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> okay, so I've been I've been like incidentally because uh, Lib's been watching a lot of Frasier lately. I've been catching ooh lots of toss out and scrambled eggs for you. Wow! So you know, I was gonna say is maybe we could get some Frasier drops in at some point. <laughs> like I don't, yeah, like I don't know what to do about the, the whatever. I, I was going to sing the song and I, yeah, I, lost, I lost it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Copy that. I will I will get a, a steady supply of things made said. <laughs> That's great. Um, Thunderbolts. 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 Ho! <laughs> <laughs> I saw it happening and I'm like, he's not going that way, is he? And then he's like, nope, that's an, that's a, that's an on-ramp. That's you're dedicated to that one. <laughs> I committed to it. Um, so interesting. Uh, I guess interesting facts about Thunderbolts. They are originally a team of villains that have been reformed to be superheroes. Mm-hmm. But they're really villains, and like the whole thing is, they're like, we're gonna win everyone's trust and support, and then we're gonna fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, <laughs> That's interesting. Whoa! Whoa! Like we're sharp <laughs> knights already. I mean, yeah, they. It, and it was a really big deal when they came out. Um, like nobody saw it coming because they were presented as these completely new characters. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, and then it was revealed that they were really these other like villainous characters oh, in disguise. Feels- so yeah. Um, so we got it. We like to call it J Jolt. So J J Alexis, who's I, I mean I don't know. He's like a. Jay's like a correspondent to our show, <laughs> and Jay provides us with a lot of a lot of sauce, a lot of a lot of nice kind of inside info. And so far, I, I mean, just I believe like a hundred percent accurate, which is great. Um, we do always post these things on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. Thanks for joining us there on the page. Um, we call them Jay Jolts. And this was one of the this is one of the gems that came out recently. So Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts, yeah, th- those guys. Thunderbolts changing the spelling. It's twenty nineteen. Yes. Come on, let's get rid of the bees. Oh, <laughs> endangered. <laughs> Let the them, them cook. Just, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they have a hard enough time as it is. They are having a rough, rough go. Uh, Thunderbolts are supposedly going to appear in the MCU in a fashion. We we don't know if it's going to be a film. Show streaming service, show could be all of the above. Uh, what Jay threw at us was a roster, and I gotta say, again, Jay, so far has not been wrong. This roster is really interesting. Justin Hammer, Iron Man Two, for those that don't remember, Winter Incredible Soldier. Dancer. What was that? Incredible dancer. Inc- the best dancer in the MCU. <laughs> Move over, Gamora. Move over, Star-Lord. 
move over baby Groot. Ooh, that's a close. That's toughy. That's a he tough did, one. Man, come on. He didn't even get out of his pot. That's true. Justin would take him. He would hammer that shit down. Hammer, please don't hurt him. Oh Why God. is there not a Justin Hammer comic book called Hammer, please don't hurt him? <laughs> uh, Justin Hammer, Winter Soldier, Baron Zemo. December 4th. What, what was the date? December 16th, 1992. Uh, December 16th. I keep meaning to go back and rewatch it just to learn like the, the, like, the trigger words. words. Yeah. Once like trolley car. Yeah. <laughs> um, just report. Ghost from Ant-Man 2, Black Widow, and possibly the Red Hulk. Wow. Wow. Which would be interesting. Now, if they go with, you know, Professor Hulk the way he is now, bringing in the Red Hulk would give Marvel and MCU an opportunity to bring back a more savage uncontrollable hulk actually you know what no i take that back because red hulk in the comic also has intelligence like significant intelligence mm. so i don't know what they're doing for that i'm not going to spoil it because there are some people out there that don't know who the red hulk actually is in the comic it was a really big storyline like he appeared and everyone was like wait who is he who is he i'm not going to throw it out here uh, you know i don't know if you know or not for the listeners out there i'm gonna i'm gonna stay mum. okay so if you all don't want to know i'm not going to tell you it's well, look Roth. it up. It's Tim Roth. It's, it's Tim Roth, but not Tim Roth from Incredible Hulk. It's Tim Roth from Reservoir Dogs. It, yeah, no, it's Tim Roth as Tim Roth. It's just Tim Roth, like yeah. the person. It's the longest con that we've ever seen in MCU history. There's a slow roast one. So, <clears throat> looking at that roster, one, I I gotta admit, like some of the people, I think some of our fans saw the post and were like, "What's this roster?" <laughs> what? No way. Right? And I get it. I get the incredulous response. But let's just say that this is accurate. Who are you most excited for on on this roster if this is if this is a Thunderbolts roster? I mean, shit. Uh Wow. Well, Black Widow, I suppose. Uh yeah. not being dead is cool. Um and with that. <laughs> but because I mean, Baron Zemo, like, how in the hell isn't he like in in that a uh, cool prison they got? Like, uh, yeah, the raft or whatever. Martin Freeman, he has that. Uh, Ghost, you gotta uh, watching Ant Man and the Wasp again. Like, Ghost is a re- actually really cool character. It is a really cool character. Uh, Winter Soldier, why is he running with these fucks? It's it, yeah, this is my Mowgli, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Plus, I mean, the other thing is Winter Soldier tried to kill Black Widow at one point. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah the, the Baron Zemo, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, that just needs to be like a three-camera sitcom, and that needs to play, <laughs> that needs to be its own show. <laughs> yeah. Like, either yeah. them continuously trying to kill each other, or just like, uh, you forgot to do the dishes, Winter Soldier. I'm just sad that in that scenario, James Avery, unfortunately, has passed away. <laughs> because he can't just guest appear and be really serious Uncle Phil for a moment and just have like a real like Emmy Emmy sponsored you know episode. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, Justin Hammer absolutely is my number one with a bullet. Oh yeah, I want all of the si- Sam Rockwell. I almost called him Sam Rockwell, but him too. Uh, Sam Rockwell. I just got uh, back from a screening at the ga- of. Uh, 
Where's my brain today? Galaxy Quest. They did a 20th anniversary. Oh, yeah. Screening at the draft house. By the way, amazing movie. That movie is so good. Uh, little facts in that one. Rain Wilson is one of the aliens <laughs> from The Office. Uh, you've got a very young Justin Long. Oh, yeah. They're playing the nerdy kid. <clears throat> but my favorite thing that I forgot with that movie is that is that uh, Sam Rockwell is Guy, the red shirt dude who gets killed in one episode of Galaxy Quest, but is in the movie Galaxy Quest. Like he's <laughs> he's like the extra essentially, and he eventually becomes you know whatever. But but it's Sam Rockwell. And he's so good. I just I, I'm a really big fan of that actor. Yeah, he's so versatile. And, I I um saw Jojo Rabbit this past. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Amazing. It. He does it, like scene stealer. Absolutely, absolutely, and oh man! If you, by the way, not comic related, but hell, we talked about NBA, so whatever. <laughs> if you haven't seen I mean, JoJo t- Rabbit, tangentially, not for nothing, tangentially, because it's Taika Waititi directing it and director and of, yeah, there you go, there you go, JoJo Rabbit, fantastic film. If you have not seen it, go see it. Yeah, just, just so good, so so good. I want to see it again. So good. Oh, so Scarlett Johansson's in it. Black Widow, isn't it? So there you go. Uh, yeah, but so we'll see. We'll see where the Thunderbolts end up appearing and in, in what form. You know, what does their team ultimately look like? But listeners, feel free to let us know who you're most excited about or who are they missing uh, in this roster. Also, I kind of think they're not going to do the exact same thing that they are in the comic where they're going to be... Because we already we already know who they are, right? Like, so they can't be like these hidden villains. That's true. Because once we see fucking Sam Rockwell's face, I'll be like, oh look, it's Justin Hammer. Like, you already know who he is, right? Well, I, I you know what I'm wondering now, who gets like the coolest plane? You know, like, do they come out of like the the mountain like usual, or do they are they going to come out like the ocean? Uh, like, because that's the whole thing about the, about the like the thunderbolts right like these there's these puppets and they kind of like have these cool weapons and these cool mech type yeah 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 fly out. yeah, yeah. The, uh, who, you, know, you know who's got the who's got what suits are they gonna wear right yeah yeah Thun- thunder yeah Thun- thunderbirds thunderbirds that's thunderbirds. the one thunderbirds yeah no no, no yeah. i'm sticking with it make them all marionettes have the have the, have the actors oh my them. god yes please <laughs> no 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 i got you one better not only have the actors voice them, have the vo- have the actors do the marionetting, <laughs> regardless of skill level. Just, just go at it. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson gets immediately annoyed. Like I, I'm not trained for this. I'm out. Right. Um. <laughs> all right. There's not. There's not a good. Again, I have no transition. My brain is not being clever today. So sorry, everyone. Maybe maybe Sandy can help out, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sandy, what you got for me? Oh, man. So delicious. <laughs> Greatest anime soundtrack of all time. That show. <laughs> Hands down. I will fight everyone. Ooh. I know how much I know how much like weebs like different anime soundtracks or whatever. Nothing beats Creek and Warren Yeah. Kimikori Orange Road. I mean, third time's a charm. Kimikori Orange Road. There we go. There we go. Uh, someone who's having a much better time than I am is The weekend. 
who went to social media, I believe he went to Twitter, and just like one Halloween 2019, I think, put together the best looking Jack Nicholson Joker I've ever seen. Hmm. What what do you think? This is on our Facebook page, by the way, listeners. Yeah, I actually have not had a chance to check it, so I'm just checking it now. Oh, check it. Yeah, um, I, w- I want I want this live react. No, it this is kind of cool. Where's the pictures of the weekend though? Because this is just isn't just fucking. That's actually fucking him, dude. No, no, that's oh, Jack Nicholson. Shit. He's that's... just he lost a lot of weight. And... Yeah, no, you turn back the clock. No, that's that's the oh, weekend. Fucking god, the one where he's posing with his hat off and he's kind of yes. Like, that's fucking chef's kiss, dude. That's amazing. So the the smile, like yeah. what? What I want to hear after this is like the weekend be like, yeah, I permanently got surgery on my face <laughs> so I could do the costume. <laughs> my face is set like this now, but it could be all right. I got a new comic coming out. I, <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if he could even feel his face when he's with this makeup. Oh, my. Oh, my. God. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Well done, sir. I mean, you see the vibes here, though. What needs to happen is on this next, this the Batman movie, he needs to do the soundtrack like Prince did for 89. Oh, there it is. There it is, Warner. Do it. Trademark co- combo characters. Pay us something. TM. TM. <laughs> Just give me 10%. That's a great idea. Let me That's hold a on. great idea. Clearly, he's a Batman fan. Right. You already got everyone else in the damn movie. Let's go. <laughs> and on that note, let's go to Casting Corner. Well, well, yes, sir. I have danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. How'd you know? Sir, sir, you're still here. We need you to leave, sir. It's been like two weeks. Two. You gotta go. No, I don't think it's been two weeks. <laughs> no, sir. I didn't say wheats. We're not giving you wheat cakes. Spice, spice cakes. No. Ah, damn it. Oh, just leave them there. I don't oh think my God. you know. <laughs> Oh man, cannot believe Cap is still in <laughs> in the corner. Uh, just. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, my God. Accurate, though. Probably. <laughs> the like, the old people know, man. They Okay, Boomer. Um, okay, we got we got a lot of Cassie Corner. It's almost all Batman stuff. And here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing. I just realized that when we put it up in the Slack, or when I put it up in the Slack, I, it's, it's almost all Batman. We go mm-hmm. Batman, Batman, mm-hmm. Marvel, mm-hmm. Batman again. Batman. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I did that, but uh, we're gonna go as is, as it's as it's typed out here. Uh, our boy uh, about to hit the Evans list. We don't have a sound drop for that though. I guess um, Colin Farrell, Bullseye in the much lamented Daredevil film, is going to be the Penguin in the Batman. Matt Reeves is the Batman. How are you feeling about that one, Chris? Uh, you know me and my affiliation with penguins, man. Um, my spirit animal, 
I'm just concerned. Are there going to be enough slides in here in this movie for him? Uh, is this the appropriate vehicle for him to avoid as many polar bear attacks as possible, uh, even though they're in completely separate polls? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will tell you which is the appropriate vehicle. A giant rubber ducky. <laughs> That's the appropriate vehicle for for the penguin. Yeah, man. Uh, no, I want I want to see this version of the penguin be like. Um, yeah, yeah, I control all the phone booths in Gotham, and nobody leaves until you convince me you're not the murderer. And then it's a movie, and, and Fortis Whitaker's there, and Colin Farrell, I think, dies at the end? <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I don't, it's kind of weird, right? Like, and I guess because Danny DeVito has such a unique physicality i guess is the way i'll put it <laughs> he's singular in his physicality in this world you're right um so he gave just beyond the performance which is great but like it's just so uniquely danny devito i i just don't know what colin farrell is gonna do hmm I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I, I I think there's a lot of room for to do something great here. You're, you're saying he's too tall. He's too. Stuck. He might be. Too, he might be too human. Too human esque. He's too. He's definitely too agile. I know Al Pacino probably thinks he's too agile. <laughs> Hua, agile. Uh, uh, yeah. I just. I don't know. It's kind of a weird. Is a weird move to me. I mean, yeah. sure, sure. Not against it. I mean, what's going on in this movie? Like, there's a lot. We're gonna we're gonna get there. Also, just real quick, I'm not. I'm gonna die on this hill. Colin Farrell should have been Grindelwald. Yeah. Not Johnny Depp. Yeah. Just just let just let Colin Farrell be Grindelwald. That would have been that would have been better. That what was his better. name? Graves or whatever. Yeah, Graves. He's, dude was fucking intense in that role. He's so good. They should have. They should have. I don't know. They should have. They should have done it the other way. Mm. Uh, all right, all right, all right. It's three times. This one's just a rumor as of right now. Whereas the Colin Farrell is a confirmed. Matthew McConaughey thinks it would be a lot cooler if this were accurate. If this were <laughs> factual, he's gonna be Two Face in the Batman movie. So I'm gonna ask you. Here we go. We this is kind of like a double double question yeah. scenario. Fitting. One, yes, yes. Uh, how do you feel about that casting? Mm-hmm. Second question: Are we now leaning into too many villains? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna start with the second one if you allow me. Yes. Uh, I don't think you can have enough villains in a Batman movie. <laughs> okay. okay. Is that real or is that are you being sarcastic? No, I mean like. It's definitely not been tried before, right? I mean, we, we sort of had, like, Scarecrow and Dark Knight Rises. We sort of had Catwoman, too, as the villains, quote-unquote. But um, they weren't the yeah, main one. What, no about, one. what about, like, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, though? Where you got... Oh, uh, Batman Forever. Uh, that's my hot take. I, I actually don't hate that movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because of Seal. He did, he put the team on his back on that one. I mean, you get a kiss from a rose... <laughs> How- you're gonna be in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
you know, it just it just be kind of crazy to see. Like, are they going to treat this movie like one of the crazier TV shows from the series back in the day, where they did have like the Joker and Penguin come through right. and Riddler? Um, yeah, because so far, so far we have the Riddler, right? We've got we've got Rid- Paul Dano, yeah. Riddler. We've got Colin Farrell, Penguin, mm-hmm. possibly Two Face, Zoe Kravitz. We've got Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. So, we're... I mean, we're getting there. Okay, so... Here's my take on it. I think... I think if you're trying to establish all of these characters in a significant way in this movie, you're going to have a bad time. We're all going to have a bad time. (laughs) But we've already been told that Matt Reeves has signed on to direct three films in this series. Mm. Trilogy, right? So if you're just setting up the dominoes or whatever for later to pay off later, then great. Uh-huh. If, if you just kind of like tease some of these characters, you know, we, we have this giant MCU universe now. You got to remember in Iron Man, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury was there, but just the very end. You know yep. what I mean? Just just a little bit, just a little bit of Fury. And that went a long way. So maybe if they take that kind of attitude with this, although you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking is if they were going that route, don't publicize who you're signing on. Mm. If you get to the end of the first film and then you see Matthew McConaughey in the last like five minutes, <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So this kind of takes away a little bit of the of the surprise, but who knows what else they have in store, right? right. So. It's interesting. I mean, at least they haven't tried a something like this. Like a, it's kind of a big flex too. Colin Farrell and McConaughey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those are some good actors for sure. Uh, okay, so what about McConaughey? Just what about that casting? Let me, so it is an- a rumor right now, but would you would you be in? Yeah, let me answer your question with a question. Uh, okay. Did you catch uh, Saturday Night Live? No, um, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Oh my God! Oh my God! You guys can't believe it. Uh, did he catch it when he was at UT? When Jimmy Fallon was at UT, no. He, the, this past week, he was at uh, he was on campus at the University of Texas at Austin, and of oh, wow. course, they had to have Matthew McConaughey. Of course, I mean he lives there. The, he lives in the university in the in the in the basement. If a camera is pointed anywhere on campus for more than thirty seconds, McConaughey appears. Like he just okay. appears. <laughs> he stops whatever the tour he was guiding students on. <laughs> He's drinking like a bourbon. He's got like a bourbon in a rock for you know like in a tumbler and. There's a there's a there's a Cadillac. Is it a Cadillac? What is it? What are those cars? Oh, Lincoln. 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 There's a Lincoln just just off in the distance. <laughs> anyway, he was on he 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 was on in a completely white suit uh, with a burnt orange tie. Of, of, of course, course, of course, of course. But he starts. He has this weird energy. I, please go look at a clip. He he starts like shouting at the crowd, but like positively. <laughs> And yeah. like affirming that, like, we're great, we're Austin, blah, 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 the cowboy way. And everybody's like, woo, when it's appropriate. But it's like a, yeah. it's a nervous woo, man. Uh, yeah. He exudes some sort of like, a, he can get to a weird space. That so. chaotic, to me, he is chaotic Paul Rudd. <laughs> so that, that's how I view him. All right. I, I think he would, he could crush this role. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, we we've talked before. I've wanted him to play Norman Osborn in the worst way. Yeah. In the MCU or in the Sony universe or whatever. 
I, I honestly cannot think of someone I would want more for that role. Brian Cranston is a close second, or is it second consideration? But I really wanted McConaughey because he's just so he can he can play so professional and straight, but like with just an undercurrent of just insanity. Yeah, yeah, and and so I think Two Face, like just great. Now, he's got the potential to do, like, the Kevin Bacon thing in first class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Bacon, McConaughey, and what, like, Nick Cage? Those are, like, <laughs> those are like the guys that can just do that thing, that weird thing that they can do. All right. Um, for no reason whatsoever, we're shifting to Marvel. Well, speaking of falling, do- the dominoes falling. Yeah. Is that because like of the... Like a Dre thing. Uh, oh, Domino's. Domino. Yeah. Golly, man, where am I today? You're, you're throwing Stop fire. It. Get some help. You're throwing heaters <laughs> right down the middle, it, and I'm, yeah. I'm not even I'm not even swinging. It's BP, I'm just it's, yeah, it's BP for the All Stars game, man. I'm trying to get you I'm this home just, home run derby. I'm just staring my mouth agape. <laughs> The eyes of a goat. And, yeah, Domino's falling. Uh, Domino's. Zazie Beats. Drop the drop them beats. Apparently, she wants to play Storm in the MCU. And I'm here to say, yeah, go ahead. Please do. But also, don't stop being Domino. Like, I liked Domino a lot in Deadpool 2. I would love to see more of that character in any film, whatever you want to get her in. To whatever and sure let Zazie Beats be Storm uh, but I want her to still play Domino so my question to you Chris uh-huh. is if it meant either or you either get Beats as Domino or Beats as Storm mm. where are you going man uh, that's a it's one of the real Sophie's choices there uh and I can't, it, it like excludes the other, right? Yeah. Man. Uh, I, got I mean, you're really climbing Jacob's ladder at this point. <laughs> 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 I, I think I see Kramer and Kramer fighting down below. Oh, Jesus. No, I think it's a, it looks like a dog day afternoon for them. Shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. No straw dogs? Okay. <laughs> Just, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. No, uh. I think as Domino is uh, how I want to see Zazie Beats again because she did so, like the screen presence that she had to like uh, just yeah. to kind of Jedi mind trick all Deadpool's bullshit like uh, yeah 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 you're this is your movie but I'm kind of like this is my scene now and, right she she crushed everything she was in also by the way another great example of uh, fans getting their their tidy whities in a twist about shit uh oh. You remember, you remember the backlash on, on Zazie Beats being cast as Domino? And again, like, there's a definite hint of racism going on there oh, yeah. with a lot of that backlash, yeah. which is fucking bullshit. Um, but guess what? She, she crushed it. She was so good in that movie. Arguably the best thing in that movie. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I got to agree with you. I think... 
if it ultimately came to one or the other, I would want. I just want to see more Domino because that also allows somebody else to fall into the storm role or to take the storm role and really wow us. Whereas we already know Beats is gonna wow us as Domino. So this kind of like is my other question. Does that mean um, what was it? Alexandra Ship is she completely out? Like, are they not just gonna pick up any of those mutants from Fox? Oh yeah, you're right. Um, that's a good question. I as far as I last heard, the only thing they're porting over is Deadpool, and I don't know if that even means the rest of Deadpool universe mm. or what. I mean, I I really think it literally just means Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. I don't I don't even know if they are gonna pull over Domino or Colossus or man. You know anybody else? Negas- Negasonic Teenage Warhead. So that's a good question. We'll have to keep our eye on that one. Um, all right. You know, it doesn't look like anything to me, but I feel like there was something here in the Slack. <laughs> Analysis. What makes you say that? Uh, um, some, some, uh, it's, and it just looks like nothing, but Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon huh. for the Batman. Huh. Uh, Westworld's own Jeffrey Wright. What else has he been in recently? I feel like I saw him in something. Yeah, he he had a turn in like in a is it HBO series like some sort of like prison thing like life or oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I, I'll tell you what, man. Th- this guy can do like soft, stoic, intense, like like almost nobody else. Bernard. Um, just, woof. Uh, I'm, I'm again on board with this casting for, again, Matt Reeves is the Batman. They're just signing everybody up. I think Matt Reeves saw that James Gunn Suicide Squad poster <laughs> and took it as a challenge. He's like, oh yeah? <laughs> yeah, check me out. Boop, boop, boop. And, uh, yeah. James Gunn doesn't even know that they're in, that they're in competition? Right. Yeah, James Gunn. James Gunn, who's probably eating mushrooms, is just <laughs> listening to like a like a playlist he made. Um, what's your what's your go to playlist for shrooming out, man? You gotta have the Floyd. Definitely okay. So yes, but also on the nose, psychedelic furs. <laughs> nice. I you know what I probably do, nose, but it's nice. I would throw some Zeppelin in there. Uh huh. And like Portishead. Ooh, all right. Yeah, and probably some Pixies. Huh? That's that's kind of rounded out, man. A little bit everything. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Apparently, I've thought about this before. I don't know. I, um, I would just listen to yeah. by Nine Inch Nails. Like, oh, okay. Like, okay. I, think, uh, I mean, uh, I would just lose my mind. You just want to tear apart the universe, I guess. Yeah, that's start. That's, I mean, it's not a bad start. Hey, this wasn't meant to last. It, it definitely or right wasn't. now. Um, oh, my God. Jeffrey Wright, Commissioner Gordon. By the way, RIP to, um, uh, what is his name? J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon then. Oh, word, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got he's busy. He's running that uh, <laughs> that ultra right wing kind of podcast now in uh, in New York. Wait, what? Isn't he? Is it a real thing or are you Jason doing Kinsman, like a right? 
You're doing the J. Ah, okay. Yeah. You're doing the segue. That was so good. That ruined it. It's like I saw a beautiful bouquet of flowers and it <laughs> stepped all over it. Uh, well, good, because I just, like, I knew that that's what you were talking about, but then in the back of my mind, I doubted it. Like, wait, <laughs> like, this- what if I not heard about J.K. Simmons? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, what? This feels contrary to the things that I know about the man, but what? But you know things I don't know, so I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt, but you were just doing a lovely segue. Um, DailyBugle.net. Sit down, true believers. Uh-oh. Because this news is going to shock you. Spider-Man's identity is Peter Parker. And apparently J. Jonah Jameson may tie together the Sony and MCU universes. You serious? <laughs> What a great drop. Um, do you hear my tempo? Can you keep my tempo, please? Uh, so, apparently, another J. Jolt, by the way. Mm. J. Jolt Jameson to appear in Morbius. Whoa. Interesting. Interesting. And or, whoa. By the way, okay, y'all don't know what just happened. I, I turned and I knocked my phone off my desk. Uh-huh. And then I just, I fucking, I karate kidded, grabbed it in midair right before it caught, like, hit the ground. Wow. Yeah. Terrified myself. Wow. True believers. This is a behind the scenes look at what actually goes into producing the comic book characters <laughs> podcast. You yeah. reserved reserve for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. We really should get that going. Because money. Um, Venom, Venom 2 and Morbius. And, no, no, no. Bring that back. You got to say it right. Venom 2 and Morbius, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, is going to appear in both and then also in MCU-related properties to kind of tie everything together. Hmm. I got to say, okay, so one thing, again, we've, we've talked about this. They've only agreed to one more Spider-Man film. If oh, you're gonna the, go through the, the Mexican tr- standoff that is MCU and Sony trying to negotiate? Right. If you're going to go through the trouble of trying, trying to bring J. Jonah Jameson into the MCU and keep him in the Spider-Sony universe, then you got to be thinking you're going to collaborate more, right? Like, cause why do it then? Yeah. Right? So it's I, I'm taking this as good news. Okay. If true. I gotta say, and I don't know what makes me feel this way, but just looking, like literally looking at the word on Slack, the Morbius movie. I'm not feeling good about that Morbius movie. <laughs> Whatever, man. Venom two is right after it. So yeah, well, that's all I, well, I, I think. Good about. I think I saw a rumor that Tom Holland's going to be in Venom two, or maybe we even talked about it before. But like, I'm pretty sure there's rumor out there. Good friend Tom. Our good friend Tom. Uh, hey everyone, and but yeah, what do you what do you think about them going this route? What if they have this 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 version of J. John Jameson mm. kind of tie everything together? What, how do you feel about that? I mean, that's that's interesting, right? Because uh, we don't really have. I mean, we do. He's in space. We have Nick Fury kind of fucking around out there, God knows where. Um, and then like on Earth, we we do need some 
Was, uh, that's kind of what was weird about uh, Far From Home, right? It's like, I want to see more of what happened. I want to see more of how everybody's adjusting after the blip. So right. it'd be, I guess, kind of cool to have that. Um, I don't know. I've just been kind of like uh, a little trepidatious about the MCU's future. Like in uh, just because we haven't had an MCU film in, for the rest of the year so ever since what Endgame, right? No, no, no. Uh, far From Home. Right. So that's, it's a pretty long stretch. So I, I, I don't have that. Maybe it's just I'm having withdrawals or I'm, I'm like uncertain because of all these movie uh, the TV shows they have lined Disney up. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. So it was like. Are they really going to still be with the shits? Are they still going to carry on the film franchise like they were? Or is it too at too good of a stopping point to kind of just leave and let hang for a little bit? Um, if, it, yeah. if, that, if it was a yeah. latter case, then I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm actually really cool with that. Uh, but if they're going to do one-offs, if they're going to do like kind of like things that aren't really tied together with like a central villain to kind of focus on, then I, I don't know. I, I think getting some like a, a quick download of like what's actually happening in the world and J. Jonah Jameson's spin on it, I guess that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, great point. Also, he's a regular human, right? Mm. So kind of more relatable in that sense. Until he turns out and, to be a scroll. Right. And J.K. Simmons is not like this super A-list actor. I mean, granted, he's a great actor, but he's not like, <laughs> you know, he's not like a The Rock or Bradley Cooper where he's just, you, you have to pay him a ton of money to, to appear in your film. You, if you're not... I think if they're going to do more one-offs and, and maybe that is the route to go, like they've done all this connective stuff for so long, mm-hmm. maybe you do, you know, lean away from that a little bit, but you still have this one guy in there to familiarize the audience. Like, Oh, okay. This is, this is all the same universe. Mm-hmm. Like, even though we're not necessarily referencing anything that's happening in anything else, there he is, right? Like we see him and he's in all of these things, essentially the new Nick Fury, like you said, I you know and I really like J.K. Simmons so I think that's a great idea. I hope I hope I hope they do something like that with it. Oh shit, uh, dude! <laughs> Whatever you have is just is rubbing off on me because I just got the tempo thing, motherfucker. A whiplash reset. Yeah, yeah. God damn. There you go. <laughs> I'm spreading my stupidity over to you, so you're welcome. <laughs> Did you think I was just calling you out? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's how good J.K. Simmons' performances are. <laughs> yeah, translates so well to real life. Yeah, that's true. All right, new segment. Probably maybe the only time we do it because I don't ever think we've ever titled it this way. But maybe, maybe we'll see. Called Feige says. Hey 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 hey! Take it easy, man. Korg. I think that's what he would say. He, he he probably would say that. They were like, "When's the next Avengers movie?" Hey hey what? hey hey, take it easy, man. What's going on with this thing with Sony and Spider Man? And how many more films is Tom Holland going to be in? Where's our Spider Man? Hey 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 hey, take it easy, man. When are we going to fucking see Doctor Doom and Silver Surfer and the Fantastic Four? Hey, fuck you, man. Whoa! <laughs> okay, every every man's got a limit, right? Like you can only push him so times. far. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can only push him so far. All right, Kim Feige says that the Loki series is going to tie into Doctor Strange two, and Loki is going to be in Doctor Strange two. This version of Loki is again the one that kind of bamfed out in Endgame. Ah, oh, right, yeah. 
So the mischievous Loki, right? Not the really reformed Loki. Not the one who who learned that uh, the friends were the real Tesseract we made along the way. (laughs) Thank God damn it. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Um, Jesus, I can't even. (laughs) That really got me for some reason. It's good stuff. Uh, So that's cool. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, maybe... Maybe they're just like, oh, he's too good. We can't get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to use him more. Are you worried that there's too much Loki in the MCU with this news? I'm I'm Loki uh, uh, <laughs> worried that. No, 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 no. Um, sorry, just Loki and Loki kind of. No, no, no. You got to go for it. Yeah. The fucking kids these days. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, dead ass. Dead, dead ass. I'm not worried. Um, no, no, no. The, Hiddleston's great. I, I'm just, you know, I, 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 he's such a good actor. Like, um, it's amazing that MCU has been only on him for this long. Like he could be yeah, gone. Yeah. He could do whatever the fuck else he wants. Uh, yeah. but yeah, no, it, something like having Loki kind of mess around with Dr. Strange, I think might be the right move. I don't know if it's too much of a callback to like, you know, the whole Avengers arc and saga because you know, that's how he started off. Right, right. Um, but no, no, no. Any, any chance for them for for two characters to interact who really haven't? That's that's cool to me. Oh, oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. That's uh, yeah. That's man, yeah. You, so you, not only that, you got a lot of a lot of um, consonants or uh, syllables in that <laughs> consonants. Man, where is my brain today? You got a lot you're, of syllables going you have up Antarctica, in there. You got <laughs> you got you got. You got Hiddleston and Cumberbatch. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot going on there. A lot of letters to cover. So you get Giannis Antetokounmpo in there. <laughs> get Shy Gildas Alexander. <laughs> Your name must be this long to be in this movie. Um, I, I like it. I, li- I really like that point that you made about that, that you're getting characters that have not really ever interacted to interact and not only that, Loki's got like magic powers. Mm-hmm. Dr. Strange's got magic powers. Maybe Loki teaches Dr. Strange something. You know, maybe not even on purpose, but maybe Dr. Strange learns a little bit oh. from the from the god of mischief. I I like that. I like that. Okay, uh last MCU bit for the for this week. Ant-Man 3 starring Hot Ones Paul Rudd. <laughs> The hit show Hot Ones on YouTube. You do one internet show. <laughs> it's uh, actually that episode is great though. Yeah. Paul Rudd is just—he's either the best actor <laughs> to have ever acted in the history of humanity, or he's just truly a, a delightful man. Oh, for sure, you can tell he's having a good time on that show. He—he's so good. He's so good. Uh, please watch that episode if anyone who's listening to this has not watched it. It's called the Hot Ones. Is where he eats a bunch of hot wings with varying degrees of hot sauce. And it's amazing. It's an amazing episode. The show itself is good, but that episode stands out. Anyway, Ant-Man 3 to film after Doctor Strange 2 and th- <laughs> Thor. Th- Thor-fo. 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 It, Thor-fo. It's actually spelled out, true believers, T-H-O-4, no space. So in my head, it's Thor-fo. Thor-fo. That shit sense. ever. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Thor 4. Love and Thunder, I think, is actually what it's called. Thor, Love and Thunder. 
And um, yeah, man, are you surprised by this news? Eight Man Three Green Lit coming Me- at you, Paul Rudd. <laughs> I guess a little because I kind of figured that uh, as big of a role as he played in Endgame, that he might just be in the, like whatever Avengers movie was going forward. Like he'd be part of the crew, but I guess he needs to fuck around in San Francisco a little bit more. I almost wonder if this is just off of the strength of the Hot Ones performance. <laughs> wow! Like they're like they're like they're like ah man, Paul Rudd's really hot right now. <laughs> you didn't see it, listeners, but I winked at the non-existent camera. Oh my god! Um, but no, I, I almost wonder if they're just like you know what we just love working with Paul Rudd. Yeah. And so we're gonna work with him again. <laughs> <laughs> no title, right? No title so yet. So maybe Wasp gets her own? Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, the article that I pulled this from, it just said Ant-Man 3. It didn't say, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now, how would that would even work? Would it be Ant-Man and the Wasp 2? <laughs> right? <laughs> Parenthetical Ant-Man 3. <laughs> Ant-Man 3 hyphen Ant-Man and the Wasp. Semicolon. <laughs> big things in little boxes. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the core tenement of any Ant-Man film <laughs> like look at this thing it used to be big <laughs> yeah look at this thing it's big now and it used to be small that's, that's they're just leaning real heavily on that uh, yeah I just but I like Paul Rudd so you know cool excited for that also I wonder if that means something really sad and depressing is going to happen in Thor 4 because hmm. usually these Ant-Man movies are sort of like palate cleansers where they, <laughs> you know, they're like everyone's down. So they're like, oh, here's this light comedy film. But we'll see. All right. Spider-Verse. We talk about it all the time. It's a fantastic movie. Possibly, arguably, the greatest comic book movie of all time. Easily, I think, the greatest comic book animated film of all time. Spider-Verse, whatever the sequel is going to end up being called, is coming at us, but not until 2022. Is that too long? Is that too long of a wait? Will the Earth still exist by that time? Oh, man. (laughs) We'll be Um, be already fighting man-to-man against each other in the water wars as resources start to dwindle. As we look to our leader, Kevin Costner. (laughs) And it's so going to happen, isn't it? Um, I, I I know this is a long way away, but I'm actually okay with it because you need time to do an animated film like this. Yeah. Um, the more the more time you give yourself, the better the product's going to end up looking and just overall being. What are your thoughts, Chris? Exactly that. If if anything, it's too quick. Like, um, they took five years to make the first one. Right. Yeah, and uh. I guess turnaround could have been pretty quick. Like um, Lord of Miller seemed like it got a lot of things going on, so they can oversee a bunch. Of, I mean, they're, I guess at this point they have to be have to be multitasking, right? But yeah. um, and, and as, as as it is, that film had like a couple of different directors. I think everybody just like it was a group effort. Um, so yeah, uh, I would have been cool with waiting another year actually, <laughs> just to make sure that we got a, a quality product because at this point, Spider Verse is such like. A beloved brand on one movie, 
like I don't want like I, I guess you already did most of the legwork, right? I guess you have a lot of textures, a lot of different techniques to film things like the way you want. So I guess you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but it does that does that leave enough room for further innovation or like can you please just make sure the story is really good? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I think they have the technological stuff in place. Um, and even to where they could add in a couple of different new things we haven't seen before. You got to also remember that, you know, computers are five years better now, uh, which is a lot, which is a lot when it comes to rendering animation stuff. Um, but the story is paramount, yeah. right? They got to nail the script. They already have a good cast and whoever they take off and add to, I'm sure they'll, they'll do great with that. But you gotta nail the story, whatever the story is gonna be. I think that'll be the thing people feel most if it's off off kilter. So let me ask you a question real quick. I don't really know so much yeah. about Oscar Isaac's character in Spider Verse. Like, how, it seemed like he was gonna be a, you know that that was like the little kind of button, right, or like the sticker, right? Like what? Yeah. What would that mean for the Spider Verse? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, Spider-Man 2099 obviously isn't from the year 2099, which crazy enough is like, what, what is that? 80, 70 years from now? Yeah. 70, 89, 20, uh, 80 years, right? Something like that. 90, 90, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, first of all. So that means like somebody being born right now has a decent chance <laughs> At reading Spider-Man 2099 and being like, oh shit, this just came out? <laughs> um, even though it would be well over 100 years old at that point. Oof, that's, oh man, that's just, whoa. Uh, but that universe is really distinctive. It's its own thing. The 2099 universe is really its own thing. So Miguel, Miguel O'Hara, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how... You have the opportunity to bring in a lot of cool technology. Now, granted, Penny Parker was also from the future. She was even further from the future. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Verse. So I guess you could incorporate him sort of similarly, but he's a bit of a larger character with a, with a more extensive background. So I don't know how much of that they're going to incorporate into the story. We actually don't even know if he's going to be in the movie. It really seems like it. We saw this promotional thing that's on the Facebook page, and it seems to really hint at a color scheme that invokes um, Spider-Man 2099. I also think uh, we had read before and talked about that, uh, that a lot of the movie is going to center on Miles and Gwen's relationship. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see where do they place all of this stuff within the story. You don't want it to get too convoluted, but you definitely don't want it to be boring either. Yeah. And any other thoughts for Spider-Verse? Well, at the very least, I mean, at this point now, if Gwen is like falling and needs to, you know, be saved, she can do it herself. She can save her own back <laughs> from cracking. Yes. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> it took me a second. Like, and now all I can do is I can just picture her head smacking the ground. Mark Webb, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> God, her head hits the ground. It bounces off the ground. Oh, snap. What do you think they like more? What do you think film directors... Oh, snap? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think film directors like doing more? Killing them Waynes or snapping them Gwens? 
Damn it. All right. Well, we're just pumping out really great band CM, names. CM. So. Copyright. Snapping them Gwens is really good. <laughs> I, I love Killing Them Wayne's. <laughs> Killing Them Wayne's needs to be a band. <laughs> right now. How is it not a band? The shirt just has a little Bruce and then Thomas and Martha with X's over their eyes. <laughs> like a family portrait oh picture. That's, that's, that's the album cover. It's so there. It's right there. God, I wish I had just an ounce of musical talent. <laughs> what, Absolutely. Ridiculous. What genre do you think it's going to be? Killing Them Wins. I feel like Killing Them Wins would be like a like a real aggro, like real raw punk band. On some Black Flag shit? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Is that what you're thinking or what do you think? Uh, Dinosaur Jr. for some reason pops in my head. Okay. Like, it can get there. But it can also be like kind of like uh, you know maybe it's like fucking Bruce's like perspective. He's just in a drunken stupor, remembering his parents, and like throws the bottle against the wall all of a sudden. I could also honestly, and this is gonna sound weird, but I could kind of see them doing like killing them wings. It must be like a like a Daft Punk outfit, <laughs> like a real techno. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why. <laughs> oh no oh no it's just like sounds of the actual murder like incorporated into the track yeah but they like they like really really stretch out the audio yeah. like in different like <laughs> yeah the, the the drum kicks are all just the gunshots and like the pearls falling to the ground or like the the, the snare beats yeah. oh my god okay I'm, so i'm downloading did... fruity loops right now there you go. Oh, man, I forgot about Freddy Loops. That's good stuff. You should definitely do it. Um, we didn't put it on the Slack, but we have been doing kind of these, like, thought thought experiment mm. uh, things. And I just I just thought of one. And let's just – I want to give it a few minutes here on the show. We talked about earlier about the weekend doing the new the Matt Reeves, the Batman music. And we talked about Prince, you know, kind of putting his imprint on – on Tim, Tim Burton's Batman. Let's let's give a few minutes to if you could take a musical artist and apply them to a character to do a feature film. Oh, dude. Who would you grab and who would you stick them to? Now it can be any character that already has a film or that already exists in a film, or it can be a character that has not um, been established yet, like a Moon Knight or a you know, elongated man or whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, so think about that for a second. I'm going to think about it for a second. And I've actually already got mine. Uh-huh. So if you want more time, I can talk about mine. I think I'm locked in. You're locked in. You go ahead and go first then. Yeah. You go, you can go. I want to hear what you have to say about that. I think that Ant-Man is in desperate need of like his own tailor-made playlist, his own soundtrack. What he's got right okay. now is kind of cool. It's Ed, Ed, Edgar Wright kind of influenced the first one a little bit. Uh, mm. You heard the cure on there. That was great. Uh, I yeah. think Ant-Man is so kind of like unique and hits such like a like a niche vibe that he'll be perfect for Ben Folds 5 to provide <laughs> a soundtrack for his movies. Interesting. He's not too harsh. Uh, he can get melancholic. Uh, he can definitely jam out. And not many people know of him. <laughs> so. No, that's good. I like that. 
I heard a, I heard a Ben Folds. I think it was Ben Folds and Regina Spector uh-huh. collab the other day, and I really really liked it. I think it's called "You Don't Know Me," yep. and it's it's really good. It's really it's so good. I found like five other mixes of that song <laughs> that they did. It's a pretty popular uh, one to cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I really liked. I don't know. I think that's a good one. I think that's a really good one. Right. I mean, Ben Folds Five is well. They get together every now and again, but uh, it's just Ben Folds nowadays. Um, they were in the '90s, I guess. They also hit around the same time Radiohead did, and so maybe they didn't get as much run on the college radio circuits as they should have. But yeah, long time favorite for mine. For, for me. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. I caught I caught Ben Folds uh, here in San Antonio at the Aztec. Oh yeah, so we both did. And it, oh yeah, we both. You were there, <laughs> man. My brain. <laughs> My brain, my guys. I don't know how much longer we're gonna be doing this show because, because I don't know what is, what is happening. Uh, yeah, that was a great show. I'll give you mine. Um, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross. All right. Yes, I already love it. Moon Knight. God damn. All right. <laughs> so not like the Nine Inch Nails discography. No, and see, I was thinking about it. I was kind of going back and forth in my head because I think you could just do straight up Nine Inch Nails, Moon Knight, also easily. I I think if it were ninety seven, and you were doing like a real, like a real aggressively violent version of Moon Knight, Nine Inch Nails, one hundred percent. Good God, you imagine just the the cold open with Heresy playing? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could you could do a lot. I think. But, you know, we've got that TV show that's going to be coming out. Actually, I didn't put it on the Slack, I guess, but that's something uh, that's also coming is uh, they've already got a, I think, a showrunner or maybe a director for Moon Knight. No, it's a writer. It's, oh, man, I didn't put it on the Slack, and now I can't think of who it is. They grabbed somebody. They've already grabbed a person for Moon Knight. I don't know what it is. I feel bad my, bringing it up now. I'm going to look it my up. My Google foo is strong. Jeremy Slater? Jeremy Slater. Yeah, but he, what has he done? Like, I feel Umbrella like he's Academy. known for something. Umbrella Academy. That's what it was. Golly, brain. Come on. Yeah, he did Umbrella Academy, which did really great. So that's a good start, for sure. And also, music plays a big part in Umbrella Academy. Um, I think you could do Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross... Where stuff gets real hectic sometimes, and sometimes stuff is real mm-hmm. mellow, and I and I think that transition and the juxtaposition of those things is perfect for a character like Moon Knight, who literally has a split personality, kind of going on. That's that's where I Hell would yeah. go with it. Give me give me give me All the right. soundtrack. I already want it. So so listeners, let us know what you think about our picks: Ben Folds, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross. And then let us know what you would think. Who would you pair with what, you know, what band or what musician? You know, I was like, um, you know, just off the top of my head, another one could be like, like uh, Arcade Fire in Fantastic Four for some hmm. reason. Kind of, kind of fits in my head, or maybe Silver Surfer in Arcade Fire. I don't know. I mean, the um, low hanging fruit is just, garbage, and and Captain Marvel. Yeah, there you go. Or no doubt, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, definitely garbage though. Let us know what you think. What a what a who would you pair with? What what character can be? Doesn't have to be Marvel. Can be DC. Can be Image. Valiant. Whatever you want. Um, 
like Tank Girl and and you know like uh, didn't you say the Pixies earlier? Yeah, Pixies would be good for Tank Girl. Um, what's the there's a there's a female band called the Code Hangers that would be really great for Tank Girl. I think. Anyway, lots of stuff, lots of stuff out there. You guys, let us know what what are some of your favorite comic book character music pairings uh, that you would like to see on the big or small screen. And on that note, before we close out, because I didn't forget, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to you, Chris, just to see if you have uh-huh. one. Do you have a big wheel winner of the week? Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. We'll go ahead and do the segment. Man, you would... do the drop on you. Okay, okay, okay. So before we leave this week, we're gonna have, of course, our big wheel winner of the week. No. You can pray for love to give you fire. I am I have zero wins against that drop it somehow got me hard this time I know it's coming every time and it just so good my face hurts like from laughing let me wipe this smile right up your face then because uh, as I'm wont to do I dip my toes every now and again and back into the cesspool that that is for John um, uh, okay. Just to check out the comic book, comic book board and see what they're saying, um, the uh, the Watchmen series premiered on HBO a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be yeah. covering that in the future. I yeah. want you to guess way. how many replies that the Watchmen thread has on Fortune. How many replies? Yeah. How many? How many? There's, there's like an official thread, basically, or like a main yeah. thread. How many replies? How many okay. So losing I think. Mind. I think last time we did this, there was like, like a hot black cat cosplayer yeah. picture, and it had like two thousand replies <laughs> or some bullshit. Um, so Watchmen, because I know that Rorschach is a character in Watchmen, mm. and that incels love them some Rorschach. I don't even know if he's in this show, to be honest, because I haven't seen it yet. Um. But but him either being in it and not being presented the way they uh-huh. want, or him not being in it at all, and then them being even more mad about that, makes me think that there's going to be quite a bit of of replyage. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with 556. Oh, so very close! My goodness, 491 at time of recording. Wow. Uh, I checked it earlier; it's gone up from 380. So this might be a fresh one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the first line is just uh, a, a little sousant for all the true believers of, of the, the bullshit that goes on in this place. Uh, the corpse of Watchmen was dug up to create this race-baiting shit show. My God, if that doesn't win, like, the big wheel in perpetuity. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> just. Uh, before we before we end, I want to say there's a, there's a thing where Alan Moore was being interviewed and he they asked him about Watchmen and he says that it's you know it's a mo it's a it's a it's a moment of pride for him like that he was able to write this story and he or not pride but accomplishment and but at the same time he like questions whether he should have ever written it (laughs) which is a thing to say uh because because of the interactions that he's had to deal with 
since that came out and since the movie came out and since whatever, whatever. But he said the biggest thing that he cannot understand is that he wrote Rorschach as he's like, I tried to think of what would Batman be in real life if you weren't a millionaire, if you were just, if you were consumed by your own weird moral code mm-hmm. that you lived outside the the comforts of society and that you made it your point of life to be, this is all that you are. You know, he goes, and I, I depicted this character as a person that eats cold beans out of a yep. can. That's a, that's a break into his in, friend's in place. Breaks into his friend's place. Doesn't even have a home. Has no personal relationships. Probably has, and this is all, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he, he goes on. He's like, probably doesn't have the best hygiene routine. And yet I have so many people and fans come up to me and tell me, oh, Rorschach, I love Rorschach. I am Rorschach. <laughs> and how did you how did you write someone that is me, that's so me? And, and so Alan Moore, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically says something like, so yeah, people tell me that, and I want to tell them to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> so yeah, like... I don't know. Oh boy. Pay attention to English class, kids. Like you're supposed to read deeper than the lines. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not just some cool edgy edge lord, you know, like just <laughs> There's a lot going on there. There's a lot going That's on the big wheel winner, I think. Good good choice. Good pick. Good pick. All right. Well, as always, listeners, thank you so much for listening to our show. We appreciate each and every one of you. Please feel free to hit us up on iTunes. Leave that five-star review on Spotify, on um, SoundCloud. <laughs> on the walls on... of the bathroom stall, man. Fuck it. Yeah, just everywhere and anywhere you listen to the show. Thank you for listening. Let us know what uh, what you want to hear uh, us talk about. If you like any particular segments that we do, let us know. and We'll try to throw them in more frequently. Uh, hit us up on face uh, facegram <laughs> facebook <laughs> that is, that's twitter as quickly as possible shout out to pop culture comics pop culture and comics.com yeah uh great sponsor of the show they are chugging along with lots of great lesser known title reviews you're gonna find a gem there you are absolutely gonna find a gem on pop culture and comics.com also check out their cover of the week uh, feature. It's really cool. And uh, yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. Nope, not Instagram. Twitter uh, and Gmail, cbcharacters at gmail.com. Until then, until next time, the Fortress of Podtude is closed. We love you 3,000. See you in a minute. <laughs>